Empowered people make informed decisions that lead to living a life without regret. This is Sarah Kaki and Shauna Woods from Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and this is the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. I'm attorney Sarah Kaki, and I'm joined by our very own managing partner, Shauna Woods. Shauna, this is a fun topic, so let's get playful with it. Can you have a friendship with the opposite sex? Now, we will talk about that from the perspective of you are married and you're in a friendship with a man or a woman, or you're not married and you have a best friend that is of the opposite sex. What are your initial thoughts on this? Well, I was kind of laughing because I am that friend, right? <laughs> I have a lot. You're the friend that's the opposite sex. I am the friend that is the opposite sex. I have a lot of male friends and I always have had. Um, I grew up with boys and I still have a couple of them that I call my brothers that I'm very, very close to. And I think that you can. It's just how initially did this friendship start? Okay. Right. If you started in a romantic sense, I'm not sure that's going to be a lasting friendship. Okay. Right. Or if one of you feels romantic about the other one and it's not reciprocated, I also don't think that is a lasting friendship. Okay. I think that's somebody waiting in the wings, hoping that you're eventually going to have different feelings. <laughs> so it's funny because um, as I was asking you this, I was thinking to myself, we need to get a male in here and ask <laughs> a man, can you be friends with a woman and not develop? any feelings, not have it be fully platonic. Cause I, I agree with you a hundred percent as a woman, I can say can be friends with men and it's truly is friendship. I've always had a lot of guy friends. Now as a married woman, I have some thoughts on some boundaries, some rules, some, res- you know, ways to respect the marriage and keep a respectful friendship with another man. But it'd be interesting if, uh, men would say, yes, you can be friends with a woman and it never, ever in your head crosses any sort of line. I think I can give you some numbers. All right, give me some numbers. All right. So, no, I don't mean statistics. Oh, I was excited. I mean, like, phone numbers <laughs> of, of my guy friends okay. who I will tell you we have never, you know, ever crossed that line. And I really don't think it crosses in their minds either. We've had these discussions. I have one in particular, Eric, I won't say his last name. But I remember when he and I first started talking, we verbally talked about the fact that we had no physical or any other attraction to each other. That this was like a, I felt like he was my brother and he felt like I was his sister almost instantaneously. And I am also very respectful when they're in relationships of the boundaries that need to be set. And they're usually set by their female counterparts, right? And allowing them to set those boundaries. And knowing that any text messages that I send to gentlemen who are in relationships can and should be shared to their spouse or to their partner. And I would never be as inappropriate as to send something that wouldn't be okay. Right, right. You have that test. So, but here's what's interesting. If you have a single guy and a single girl Mm -hmm. who are dating, and we're not, not dating, sorry, they're friends with each other. Is there a time stamp to that friendship once the other one starts seeing somebody? I think there can be in some relationships. But again, I think that goes back to what is the nature of this friendship? Troy has been one of my dearest friends for a really long time. I don't know a time when I didn't know Troy Haskins. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I met him before I could walk. 
So, and we're still friends to this day. Now, I think that it's different for different people. And I genuinely do try if somebody's in a relationship and I'm friends with them to get to know their partner so that they do feel um, that they can trust me. Right. right? Not just their partner, because they hopefully they, they do trust their partner. But I do make an effort to get to know their relationship and their their. So partner. Troy is married now? No, actually, Troy's single. Okay. <laughs> so kids, use them as an example. Um, I was thinking about myself and Sham, and I, he's he's had friendships with women prior to us seeing each other, and I've had many guy friends growing up. I was somewhat of a tomboy, and I think what's worked for us is similar to what you're describing. Usually, if I have a male friend or he has a female friend, that person, that friendship sort of becomes incorporated into the marriage mm-hmm. and it becomes a friend of the marriage. And that's how it works. And I, I'm not sure it would work if that wasn't happening. If this was his like female sounding board outside of me, I think that could create some slippery slope. That could be a danger zone. Mm-hmm. Or if I have a male friend that's like my sounding board outside of the marriage, I think it's very important for a marriage to be able to be each other's sounding board. Of course, you're going to have friends that you can go to for different things, but going to a male friend outside of the marriage to talk about your frustrations with the marriage in my marriage, that, that would not go with our core values of our marriage. That is something that we bring to the table to each other. We're supposed to be able to work that out together. He is supposed to be that male figure in my life for all things sounding boards coming from a man. And if I was friends with a man that I could not incorporate into our marriage, I could not bring to his sham to be friends with and his sham to feel comfortable with, I don't think it would work. Now, I do think there are situations, like you were asking about the what is the purpose or the essence of the friendship. Right. I think there are some friendships that are rare and they have a whole different purpose. For instance, you have a friendship that is based on a business. You have a friendship that's based on a collaboration, right? And you're not necessary that that person is also friends with your spouse. For instance, I'm thinking about our other partner, Alan Russell. Absolutely. Right? Like I consider Alan a friend and I talk to Alan. We joke back and forth. We'll text about work. We'll collaborate together. Sham and Alan know each other, but they've never really spent any personal time together because the basis of mine and Alan's friendship is based on Atlanta Divorce Law Group. And that's the focus of it. It makes sense because it sort of has that container. It has that boundary. So it just, it's natural. It's a working friendship. And if it was supposed to be a friendship that's going to come in deeper into my personal life, then it needs to be incorporated into the marriage. And that's sort of how we see it. And that's what's been working for us. And I think that's a great way to see it. I think that what's really important is you know, if we're talking about relationships is establishing your own boundaries with whatever friends that you have that you're bringing into your relationship. Cause most of the time you do, right. You don't exclude and say, Oh no, this is just my friend. And then the partner doesn't have any relationship with them. That would be very odd and very stilted. Uh, Troy's brother, Tracy and I are also very good friends. He is married. I know his, his wife pretty well. And when, um, 
Tracy was unavailable and they had something they needed to talk to me about, she was on the phone with me. Right. So that is exactly the way you incorporate outside friendship into the marriage so that it's now friend of both. And I think it's really, really unique and important to be able to have those type of friendships where you don't have those jealousies, but also don't perpetrate jealousies. Right. Even if there's nothing going on, sometimes whatever partner may feel a little rush from Mm -hmm. making their partner jealous. And that is obviously a horrible way to abuse a friendship. Absolutely. I mean, I think anytime you create more noise and this and the, you know, opposite sex friendship can create more noise if you're not intentional and diligent and set the proper boundaries and make your spouse feel safe about it included in that friendship. I think back to David Goggins for a second, and he is the author of Can't Hurt Me. And he is a former Navy SEAL who's done like the most incredible mindset push through things ever. And he talks about in his book, I believe it's his book, Can't Hurt Me, he says, position your life for success. And I'm going to say the same thing about marriage. Position your marriage for success. What are the additional noises and sounds and variables that you're adding into your marriage that positions it to be have, have trouble or not have success? Doesn't mean that you are the cheating kind or your spouse is the cheating kind, but not being very clear about this specific of how are you using your friendship with the opposite sex? How are you incorporating it into the marriage? What is the purpose of this friendship and how does it serve you and does it serve the marriage? Because if you are in a marriage, that is your priority is that everything in your life is to serve your marriage and everything in your life is meant to position your marriage for success. That is the commitment of marriage, as hard as it is. And have you added more noise or have you brought something that can only encourage the marriage for more success? I think it's a perfect way to put it. And I'll be very honest, there have been times I've lost friendships um, when they've gotten into a relationship. And it was very natural to lose that friendship because I was no longer their sounding board. They found their, their person, person. Yes. right? They found their person and, and their sounding board and they had to step away from how close we were. And I'm perfectly okay yes. with that. And as the friend, you should be, Yes, right? you should want your friend to have that love and that joy and that person. Absolutely. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the happily ever after divorce podcast. If you'd like to learn more, go to Atlanta, divorce, forward slash resources.